This is gonna be easy uh, in terms of just setting it up. It's so much easier than these people's lives. Yes, it is yeah. a lot easier. See, you would say, but this might be yeah. the most complicated plot of any movie we've ever done. Yeah, for reasons that I guess it's just like the way Victor Hugo writes. Like, yeah, it it is complicated because like you're spanning decades, yes, multiple storylines. It's some interconnections. Some it's a fucking mess. Yeah, like not. It's not a mess. It's beautiful and everything. Like it's, it's written extremely well, but if. To explain it to the folks at home, I don't, I don't know if we have enough time. Like, no, we don't actually have, have enough time. There's not enough time. Like, uh, we, we were talking about this before. Like, I was reading. I, I'm pretty close. I read like I would say sixty percent okay. of the novel, which is like I'm basically at the part where um, uh, Maris was being introduced. Okay. And uh, yeah, which still means I have hours and hours. Yeah, so that's. That's not. Hey, dude, this is a musical too. Yeah. It's like they know what we're, when we're recording. It really it's amazing. Feels, it really feels like it. Sometimes. I feel lame as a raw. I feel lame. <laughs> and we would. <laughs> oh, I had a joke. I'm going to keep it to myself, though. I actually think that. Um... Yeah. 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 I actually think that, like, the breakdown of the 98 film will probably cover our little intro. So okay. Do that shit right now. <clears throat> a former criminal has atoned for his past and now finds himself in the midst of the French Revolution, avoiding a law-obsessed policeman hell-bent on capturing him. Along the way, he agrees to care for a factory worker's daughter, and this decision changes all of their lives forever. That's true. That can only mean one thing. We're watching... Les Miserables and Les Miserables on this episode of Retro vs. Remake. Uh, retro vs. Remake! Remake, everybody. I'm Dan Farley. I'm Reggie Parker. And here we go. Let's let's get miserable mm -hmm. to the to France. I am Reggie. I oh. am done. <laughs> <laughs> so, holy hell! Oh mercy! Retroverse remake. These. This is almost an unfair comparison. I'm going to say right off the bat yeah. because one's a musical and the other is not. That's a big uh, difference. Right? Yeah, and it's a huge difference. I don't know. I kind of don't know how the first one was greenlit. I don't know. I don't know. Either. Like, like, the play was all the rage mm -hmm. in the 90s. All the rage. Um, so, yeah. but the play was the musical. Right. And what a musical. It's quite the operatic uh, experience. It's definitely, like, all the rage, because, you know, I use the Seinfeld as a time capsule back then. Yeah. They go to see Les Mis. They do, yeah. yes. They, they mentioned the a mess through the house, and it's in their head for a whole episode. <laughs> and that song was everywhere, yeah. you know? And they go, but then someone was like, we want to do Les Mis, but they're like, no singing. What? No, the source material's not a musical, it's a book. It's, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. And it also, um, 
I mean, I know we'll talk about it, but it feels kind of like one of those like BBC like it does a little film bit. Yeah. type deals. But uh, yeah, we'll get into that. But yeah. also, I kind of have a qualm with the, that um, yeah. that uh, synopsis. Right. And, and I know you combine different things. Yeah. But it's not really the French Revolution. It's not. It's a failed revolution. True. It's a French revolution. It is it's not the French revolution. That's a good point. Like it is um, a French revolution. And it, yeah, basically, like I think the synopsis for the 2012 film actually probably makes more sense. Yeah. But I like some of the wording in because like basically it's 19th century France. Yeah. So like, like there's political turmoil in the revolution, but you're right. It's not. Yeah. The it's not the it's the schoolboy revolution. The schoolboy revolution. And boy. It doesn't end well. No, not for those boys. Spoiler alert, uh, they all get murked the fuck up. That's Some things you're like, what are you thinking about? Like, that would be one of them. Like, oh, we can get them on the run. No, you cannot. Yeah. So, we got, we got in 1998, uh, Les Miserables, which is a drama uh, film versus a musical, which we'll talk about. Directed by Billy August, the writers were, of course, the original source material, Victor Hugo, uh, Raphael Iglesias, and it stars, just to keep things simple, Liam Neeson, Jeffrey Rush, and Uma Thurman. Yes. And Claire Danes. And Claire Danes, that's a good point. Let's not... That's... Uh, I just want to say that if you, in the 90s, mm -hmm. if you were casting this movie, I get all of those choices. Literally, like, it's like a, a hodgepodge. Like, when... We go back and you, they remember. Did you see the online when they released like what the Avengers would have been in yeah. the nineties? Okay, and like how they wanted to make Iron Man with Tom Cruise, and you're like, I can kind of see, that. see that, and like all this other that shit. Would work, actually. Yeah, and it, this is kind of the same thing. It's like, yeah, I get like Liam Neeson coming off of Schindler's List. It's like mm -hmm. he's Valjean, bro. He's a tall motherfucker. I can see him like lifting, uh, lifting a whole. Carriage on his shoulders, but you and Jeffrey Rush coming off of Shine, getting an Oscar. That everyone's like, "Who here saw Shine? No one, mm -hmm. no one." I saw it, but I don't know what the then, fuck you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, Uma, Uma Thurman, Pulp, Thurman Fiction, Pulp Fiction, yeah. and then other things, Gattaca, other yeah, Gattaca, Gattaca. Yeah. and plus she's like. It's, it's also one of those things, like, at the height of her, she like, hotness. Yeah. And That's then, that's, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but, uh, and then Claire Danes was, I think this might be pre-Romeo plus Julia. Hmm. It might be. It's it's close. It's around there. We're, we're right in that wheelhouse. Yeah. It's around there. Uh, a little bit. A little bit after, actually. Romeo plus Juliet, 96. 96, okay. My mistake. So now it's appealing to a younger audience, an older audience. The uh, A film, like, I just, you could kind of see that they wanted to get this to be like, this is going to be an Oscar contender. And no, it is not. Yeah, no, it's not. It was nominated for something. Let's see what was it? Was. Yeah, the one nominated. It's got to be like, I oh, bet costumes. It not, yeah, like, not even, it's. What is it? It was nominated for like uh, the Cairo International Film Festival. Ah, like, of course. Well, Ugh. oh boy, Cairo. Because when I think cinema, I think Egypt. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. It's like uh, every uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark has won every single year <laughs> because uh, 
Gyro! <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, and then the 2012 uh, film. Of course. Uh, go, I guess. The director of Tom Hooper, who we're going to have Tom Hooper. things to talk about. Stop playing with yourself, Hooper. <laughs> the writers are uh, William Nicholson, Elaine Bublil, yeah, Elaine Bublil, Claude Michael Schoenberg, starring Hugh Jackman, Russell Crowe, Anne Hathaway. You know, I'm going to throw in a couple other names here. Amanda Seyfried, Helena Bonham Carter, Sasha and, Baron uh, Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. That's, that's enough. That'll cover it, yeah. That, that'll get us to the finish line. Now, also not nominated for a few things. I know Anne Hathaway got uh, the Oscar for yeah, her portrayal. Did. It and came true! <laughs> um, that's the cringiest speech. There's so many... Yeah, jeez, yeah, it was. There was cringy. There was so many uh, things that will be discussed. Like, choices that were made uh, from the director, Hooper, in this, that were... Uh, Writers, too. Yeah, that too. Questionable. Questionable. Very questionable. But yeah, it was not. It was nominated for Best Motion Picture. Not uh, Hugh Jackman got uh, nomination for um, Best Performance as an Actor. Yep. Hathaway won. Uh, let's see. They won an Oscar for Best Achievement in Makeup and Hair Song, which actually makes sense. Yep. And Sound Mixing, which uh, really makes sense because it's a musical. It is a musical, and, and they're, they're live singing. What a choice. What a choice. What a I choice. don't know. I think... So, so are there the, any other live singing movies? Not that I can think of. Um, same director, Cats. Oh. Which, yeah. Boom. He, he did, yeah, he did the same thing in Cats, and like, um... That's so funny. And we're doing it live, too, with uh, background accompaniment. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like... I forget what it was, but um, the way the dancing happened in Cats versus like the music because they were listening to their own click tracks or something, it's like off. Like there's a tap dancing scene and like the singing isn't in tune to the tapping, which is quite literally the beat of the song. That's what tap dancing. That's what really it is. is. Yes, <laughs> that's what Fred Astaire taught me. Yeah. So like shit like that, but. Um, I, I know you've got experience. Like, did you see the original back in the day? Or yes, I did. I oh. saw it. In the th so, I will say the uh, my first uh, exposure to this was the play. Mm -hmm. My parents were very good about because um, they always they love Broadway shit. They always are uh, so I, I'm well versed in in um, a lot of Broadway, nice. and including this. Uh, with the exception of maybe Cats, actually, hmm. which they were like, this is dog shit, we're not going to see this. Yeah. Um, so, but they uh, they were big into Les Mis, and I remember being much too young. Right. Like, ex what's a prostitute? Like, right. you need to explain this to me. And they, and then listening to the soundtrack, the mo the uh, original Broadway uh, soundtrack. Sure. And going through all of it, and like each song... Uh, but my mom specifically explaining what's happening into in it, and then then finally they took us to go see it. But again, much too young right. to see it. But they were like, "You should see it. It's really great." And then I was, it was incredible. Like I was blown away. And then became relatively obsessed with it. Like mm. the play itself, I thought it was great. I've seen it several times. I've seen. I think I've seen it twelve times. And then uh, when the movie came out, I was like, "Well, we're going to see this." And then. They, I didn't have to twist anybody's arm, and I was 98. I was probably 13 at the okay. time. So they, um, I took, they took me to see it. I saw it. I was very underwhelmed. And then when the other movie came out, uh, 
by that I was already appreciating cinema by 2012. Right. So I was like, well, I love cinema, love this. This is nominated for all these Oscars. I'm going to see it anyway. Let's go see it. Sure. And again, underwhelmed. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, so the play, the play, and the book. Uh, the book I, which I read when I was older, but the play was oh yeah, like that was something else. Yeah, like while kind of researching for the podcast, I listened to quite a few people that similar thing were like into the play, different iterations of it, mm-hmm. bringing cast members back, having cast members play older characters yes. and later things, and like there's so many different versions of Les Mis. Yes, um, we may have got two of the least interesting yes. <laughs> ones, but uh, but um. Yeah, it's just it was, but definitely the most popular. Super, yeah, yeah, these were these are certainly the most popular, the most mainstream popular. Yeah, because like coming up, uh, I didn't know much about Les Mis. Like, I wasn't really big in like the Broadway or musical scene coming up. It makes sense. I wasn't really in Jersey. I was nice. a Marylander. Yes. So, um, also just didn't know a lot about this, the source material. So, for the most part, I would say this podcast. It's really my intro to Les Mis. Okay. Um, I led him by reading, like I said, a decent chunk of the book. I can't say most because it's just such a long book. Yeah, it's, that's, it's like 1,200 pages, guys. It's but, a long book. But, I mean, I got, um, I've got i gotten through, like, uh, John Beljean's, like, uh, you know, his whole, like, intro and stuff like that. Uh, Javert, like, basically, I'm... Right at the point where, like, the boys' revolution um, yes. is about to, like, happen, basically. So, like, I'm fairly far along, and the novel's so expansive and is able to do a lot of different things. Yeah, like, um, they really explain, they go into detail yeah. of Paris. The, yes. They yeah. go into Paris, Paris, Waterloo. Yeah, everything. And they, um, they uh, just, what like, everyone's background, mm-hmm. like, uh, Jean Valjean's. Full family background right, right. of like the multiple the, kids, the multiple kids that aren't his, that are his sisters whose right. husband's dead, and like blah 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 yeah. blah, and that better starving, and that's why he stole a loaf of bread. Yeah, even like so, like Victor Hugo will do like you want to talk about like extending universes. He will uh, dedicate chapters and chapters to a character who Val John will just kind of meet for like a day, and it's just like all right, here's the priest. Yeah, that's what the priest does, but like it. It actually works because he's like explaining this is why this priest is such a good guy, which explains why he lets uh, why he, why he gets him off. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you also got to keep in mind when you're reading a book, any any book, mostly before like True. the modernist revolu- uh, revolution mm-hmm. of uh, literature. Basically, you didn't have any other forms of entertainment. Right. So if you were reading, they wanted you. They're like, hey, if you're gonna read this book, I'm gonna make it long for you. Mm-hmm. So like that's why when you read Moby Dick. There are chapters, yeah. chapters that go on about whale processing of whale blubber. Yeah. If you're ever reading that at home, you do not need to read that. You can yeah. just skip those parts and then yeah. go back to the amazing story that you're... Right. Same thing with, like, in um, in uh, Les Mis, there's, after the section that you're in, there, mm-hmm. it gets to do a whole section in the movie and in the, uh, and in both movies. He he rescues Marius going through the sewers right. Of, right. of Paris. There... They go into exquisite detail on the wow. sewers of Paris, and it's disgusting. Yeah. And you don't need to know that. I mean, it's a nice little background for you that you're like, oh, well, oh, look, he's up to his knees in shit with a, with a bleeding guy. I don't know how they both don't have typhoid. Yeah, I don't but know. Like, it's a minor, like, 
I don't even want to say minor miracle. It's a miracle that uh, he survived. Oh, yeah. You know, um, which the book like acknowledges. Like, it is part of kind of the uh, the divine intervention of these people's lives. Yes. Sort of, that this guy didn't die from shit. Um, but, and, like, how he didn't die of shit until in the beginning of the movies. Right. When he gets out of jail. Like, how did you survive that? Right. Like, 19 years of it? Crazy. It's crazy. Of what he would, of the hardest labor. Like, if people don't know, when hard labor now, it's like, okay, yes, it's very difficult in prisons. But then it's like, we don't give a shit if yeah. you die. No. At all. Quite, quite literally, they're like, all right, we got you in the galleys. Like, we got shit we got to get done. And yeah. This is to death, you're going to be worked. And then yeah. he's like, oh, I survived 19 years. Crazy. Yeah. Which explains why he wants to escape so much. And, um, you know, other things happen in the book like that, like, most of the explanation of Waterloo, and you can tell, like, Hugo's a true Frenchman because he gets into it. Yeah. Like, it's basically, like, um, Pop Mercy or Mary's, like, grandfather was there. <laughs> yeah. At the same time as, um, as uh, Sasha Barracone's character. Uh, Tenadier? Yeah, Tenadier. So it's like, hey, Tenadier is, like, basically doing the same thing where he's, like, trying to steal shit from people that died in fights and... Boy, he's doing that again later in the sewers. You know, as expansive and almost unnecessary as some of that stuff feels, like you said, like just writing so much about things that seem unimportant. But that gives you a whole other aspect of... Uh, I want to get this... Yeah. I want this uh, very clear. I do not care about Marius as a character. Right. I think he's very weak. Right. Very, but you ex you know why he's doing what he's doing, because his grandfather fought in water. Right. So he's... You know, like, oh, I'm going to be as good as he is, like, doing this honorable thing. You Meanwhile, he's just, you. yeah, you will not. You will like, not. You're really putting yourself to a lost cause for no reason. That mm -hmm. these, you guys are delusional, if you yeah. think. Uh, and also this movie, both of these movies, just go to show you, it's not a new thing. You can't fight City Hall. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But you can sure as shit blow it up. You anyway. <laughs> you certainly can. But, like, um, what makes the book so interesting... Um, is because of its length and sort of these amazing characters that he's built up specifically about John and Javert. Like, it, there's a lot of questions about the divine, like God, perdition, and um, and can a man atone for his sins and stuff like that. Like, Javert isn't like he's like I guess he's the antagonist, but he's not. But like, is he? Right, right. Like I totally see where he's coming from. Completely. Like the whole thing. I, I will say this: that yeah. I never thought that we would. I would develop this point and bleed into this podcast with this. Yeah. But these characters, this archetype that doesn't exist, right. has now existed be before this. It doesn't right. really exist. Right. And now it's becoming like like this bleeds all the way into Terminator Two. Yeah. That the T one thousand is dressed as a cop. Trying to kill these people. Meanwhile, same thing. Like he's yeah. he's a cop trying to get this dude who's not that bad of a dude. Yeah, yeah. He tore up a parole paper. That's what he did. He's like, hey, I don't want to. I can't get a job here. You know, I guess like in a time like this where there's so much upheaval and revolution, like he feels like he's like kind of like the last line of defense for like social order. He's like, this place is going to shit. Yes, <laughs> we're letting criminals roam the streets. We're letting prostitutes slap people. This is crazy. I gotta stop this. Also, there's a level of, and you see it a lot in like with certain politics uh, that you see people discuss, like the pull yourself up by your bootstraps and sure. whatever. And it's 
And I, I see a lot more, like, because they complain to me about stuff like that, mm-hmm. because I'm white, and yeah. then they think, like, oh, you know, like, yeah. it's, uh, it's not quite, I think, I think we've had more advantages than you think we did, guy, but right. anyway, I disagree, I digress, that he comes from absolute shit, right. he's born in a prison, Javert, and out of that, his mother was in a, a jailbird, I feel weird saying that, yeah. but I just said it, his mother's uh, imprisoned, and he's born in the prison, yep. and from that, he goes through a terrible life, yep. and comes out, and does everything right, and makes sure, and he pulls himself up to yep. be Inspector Javert, yep. and by doing what's right, and faith in God, and blah, 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 and so he thinks, because he did it, everyone could do it. Right. Meanwhile, like, yes, you worked hard, but the harder you work, the luckier you get, like, that kind of sure. thing. If you, if you did it, like, he did it. It's like, uh, Jean Valjean had nothing. Right. And he didn't have any brain. And, and then, so, like, to do all that, right, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, have this belief system, and have this kind of, like, consistent sort of foil of someone subverting that. Yes. Like, this guy who, like, on paper is just a piece of shit. He's a bread-stealing criminal that tries to break out of jail. Screw this guy. Wait a minute. Now he's the mayor of the town? Yeah. What, what's going on? Wait, wait, how is he the mayor? Uh, <laughs> but it's also like that, and it's also the same thing of um, that Javert did that. Like, he he lives with that guilt of himself. Like, right. oh, I'm, come, I'm a piece of shit. But, and then uh, Jean Valjean kind of skirted around that. It's like, you know what? I got out of jail, but now. And then he pulled himself up right. with everything that he, like, with the only advantage he's ever had in his life. Right. And built that into, I'm the mayor of this town. It's, uh, and he's like, no, fuck that. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Yes, and it's, but you, he's bitter because someone had it easy. Like it's, it's like the the discussion at the table in American History X. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's like it's just you know this affirmative action. It's the same idea right. that it's the same argument that he's gonna make. That like, why should he get to, to skip the line? Like, exactly. No, it's like, well, he's been in prison, man. Like he needs something, or else he's gonna go back to prison. Good, he should go back to prison. Fuck him. In, you know, in the book, and you know, somewhat like, um, I guess in the films they, they cover it, but like, he, there's almost no chance of um, redemption or I guess reform for him. Yes. Because everything no. is stacked up against him. Like, everything. You can't, you can't say in an end because you, you got you're the a criminal. Yeah, your parole papers. You can't get work meaningfully. If you do get work, everyone knows you're criminal, so they can just exploit you. Like, uh, I mean, there's a there's a point where like he's doing a job and like let's just say you make a hundred dollars and they're like here's twenty. It's like well, what the fuck, yeah. man? <laughs> and they people do that all the time now. Yeah. They'll they'll like people will do that with uh, illegal immigrants yeah. to this day. Yeah. They'll be like, well, what are you gonna do? I'll call the INS on you, or they'll call the INS before they even finish the job. That way they'll show up, or the ICE they'll show yeah. up and like arrest them. And wow, people people have been scum for a long time, guys. Is what we're saying. Yeah. But it, it's, you're right, it's that it's this scarlet letter that's on him forever, that's following him around. So the redemption, it's one thing, I guess it comes down to guilt and morality and things mm-hmm. like that. And if you, what's he guilty of? Stealing bread to feed his sister's kids that aren't his kids. Right, right. He's being the stand-up guy of like watching out for his, for his nieces and nephews. And by doing so, he does something illegal. Yes, but yeah. for what? But it's it's even like more absurd. Like I guess again, uh, the injustice of the justice system 
uh, at play even back then, like 19th century, where because his hand went through a window, it's now breaking entering as well. Yep. And it's also, whatever the rules were back then, it's it's also breaking and entering at night in an occupied building. Yeah, you know, in a school, selling weed <laughs> in a school zone. Yeah. And like, intent to distribute. Oh, yeah, and then like, I you talk to your buddy, now it's a Rico case. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. It's, it, they just compounded. Like, it just, City Hall will fuck you no yeah. matter what. No matter, no matter what. what year it is, they will fuck you. No matter what nationality. Um, like, you're, yeah, the system is... Uh, it's rigged, man. It really is. Until you unrig it. Yeah. Until you rip up your parole. No. I feel like... Um, Don't do that. From a synopsis standpoint, I mean, you know, I, I'll, like, give it a quick go, but, like, you know, we're not going to get too deep into it. You've got a guy, John Viljohn, who's a convict. He went to jail for 19 years because, like you mentioned, he stole bread um, to try to feed starving children and himself. Um, in that prison uh, system, he meets uh, Javert, who is basically... JB, there you are, buddy. Yeah. God damn, man. You got me fucking... Sorry, my Sorry. cat was uh, was missing for 19 years. <laughs> and I, uh, he kind of looks like a loaf of bread. <laughs> he does, kind of. Hi. Um... Javert, who is like a police officer, prison guard in, in this case when they first meet, who also has a sordid background. His mother was a prostitute, which we learn uh, his father, I guess, was just what, a petty criminal or something like that. I thought, wasn't his father just a uh, John? I don't, okay, yeah. I, thought, that's what I, I think you're right. I think you're right. His father, yeah, I think you're 100% right. Yeah, I, don't, I don't remember. John, I don't, I don't, it's been a long time, but... In that prison, and I guess that's why you get huge Jackman. Huge, uh, huge Jackman. Valjean. Jackman. Jackman. Yeah, that guy was not wearing a shirt. I'm lying. Yeah. He, uh, he does like a feat of strength that is basically follows him back. Because when um, Valjean gets out of prison, he has a rough go at it. But a, a kind priest allows him to get a second... Chance life, even though he robbed that person. Yeah, so he's robbed. He when he gets out, he the, he's taken in by is it a bishop? Yeah, it's like a bishop. A bishop. Yeah. He's taken in by a bishop who offers him food and a place to stay. And in the middle of the night, he robs the priest mm -hmm. and beats him, I believe. So in the uh, in the '98 film, yeah, he, he does. It doesn't happen in 2012. And I don't in 2012, the and the card uh, the bishop is played. By the guy who made famous Jean Valjean on on Broadway. Right, that's right. Colm Wilkinson is his name. Yeah, I, that's a great, yes. great reference. So the fact that you see him, I'm, I immediately I was like, you. Yep. I know who you guy. are. Yeah. And then I was just like, hey, sing, bring it home. Bring um, him home. Sorry. I read the book fairly recently. I don't think he actually. He doesn't hit him. Hits the priest like he's certainly thinking about it and like, <laughs> um, which is kind of like what the advantage of the book is like this. You know, the inner turmoil that Valjean... Like, that's what the book really gets across very well. But I think it's hard, especially for 98 to do, and we'll, t we'll talk about that. In 2012, I think the medium of musical allows you to kind of play with some of that yeah. inner turmoil. And, like, the tones of the music and yes. everything, but everything that does. But also, I will also say that the movie mm -hmm. uh, isn't... The, mo the 2012 movie was pretty long. Like it's, it's fairly long. Yeah, yeah it's for, like two forty-five. Yeah, 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 and then that's almost a third, a third longer than, yes. than this movie than the second one. So you got another, another third of like developing. Yeah, like what's it? Thedadir is barely in the ninety-eight version. Yeah, like, he shows up to 
to rip them off about the about Cosette and whatever. But. Yeah, yeah, I feel like um, that certainly like feel feels like a part of it. Um, yeah, maybe it's the medium doing it as a drama instead of a musical, but like the '98 film, it felt like they were just yeah, got to hit these move along, move along, move along, move along. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They yeah. do, and it's it is very like it's it's like if you made a comic book of Les Mis. Yeah, kind of. it's very. And don't get me wrong, like I kind of think everyone does their job. I think so. There, there's a there's aspects of it. Um, that I don't love. So basically, basically, like in our little synopsis thing, like, uh, you know, the priest gives him some shit so he can get along. He uh, takes that, basically, moves into a town, like, creates like industry. Like he figured out some manufacturing thing. Let's not get into it. Yeah. Um, he he starts a factory. Basically, he starts a factory that employs a lot of people. Becomes the mayor. One of the people he employs happens to be uh, a woman who, in the book, it's completely fucked over. Like, uh, oh, yeah. uh, she's. More or less dating some guy who's just like, peace. <laughs> and knocks her up. Yep, she's knocked up. She has a kid. It's 19th century France, so she sends her kids to live with this Tanadir guy. Um, she works in Valjean's factory, gets in trouble for having the kid. Valjean is kind of involved, not as much as you would think. Um, Valjean kind of like pushes, passes the buck. Yeah. He says to like the foreman, do what you gotta do. Just, yeah. just make this go away. So... Because that happens, Valjean passing the buck, uh, the rest of this woman, uh, Fontaine, the rest of her life is pretty horrible. She dies. Uh, Valjean makes a promise to raise her kid. He tries to raise her kid. The whole time, uh, Javert is more or less on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> For, and I mean, like, decades. But, yeah, because he <laughs> gets away. He gets away from... from he... Javert shows up as the inspector right. after he realized, and then uh, Valjean notices him right away. Right away. He's like, "That's fucking Javert," and then he's like, "Ah, shit!" And he knows that I'm a criminal. Yeah. And how did I get to be mayor? Ah, uh, fuck. And then yeah. out of, and then he uh, he gets a, a there's an accident. Yes. And he a, a wagon. Man. He helps an old man who a wagon falls on, and he does. He kind of says, I don't really care, I'm going to help this guy. Yeah. And then helps him by lifting up the wagon like Hercules. Yes. And then uh, Javert sees it and is like, holy shit, I've only seen one person do right. that. Right. And when he does that, then they he's still searching for that guy. And they find a guy who looks like him. Yes. And who's basically and, and a and moron. <laughs> and yeah, who's a moron who's like, yeah, I'm that guy. And Which... It's true. People do admit yeah. to things. They're like, I don't, I don't yeah. know who it is. So uh, then Valjean's like, scot free, could yeah. leave easily and be, or continue being the mayor of this great yeah. town. And he could, easily could have just done. That. And he's like, no, I cannot just let this guy do that. Right. I can't let this guy go to hard labor for the rest of his life and probably die. Right. And because I, he's not which, me. And which is ironic because probably some other thing happened. That guy like a week later, he yes. died in prison anyway. But, but that's not on his soul. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So he turns him. So he walks in. He's like, "That's definitely not him. I'm me." Yeah. Like, and you've he's been like, looking Yo, for me. You remember me, bro, from prison? You got that tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> and then he shows up, and then and then uh, he basically takes off. He's like, "Do whatever you got to do. Yep. I gotta go." And he leaves. Then Javert comes back and says, "You need to go." Like, you need to come with me. It's like, I will, I'll come with you, but I gotta get this girl first. Yeah. I just, the last thing I did, I told, promised her mother, 
And Javert's like, fuck that girl. Nope. I don't care. You're yep. coming with me. And Valjean's like, you forgot I am so much stronger than you. <laughs> like, I'm not going to let you take me. How about that? Yeah. Uh, beats his monkey ass. <laughs> beats his ass. Sure. Beats his ass. And then he goes against Cosette from a Schindler, uh, Swindler. Yes. Schindler. Schindler. Swindler. Tenadier, who's, uh, who's been who's milking. A swindler. Yes. He's been, he's been milking Fontaine, who's for, the prostitute, yes. for quite a long time, saying that she's sick and she's yeah, not sick money. and need more money no, and blah, blah, blah. Put your kid in the street. And then he also has a daughter, uh, Eponine, mm-hmm. who's far more interesting than Cosette, by the way, yes. I must say. And then, whatever, that they, they make a run for it, the, and then they get into the whole boys' revolution. Yep. And then she falls in love with the or some dork. the Marius <laughs> who's in the involved in it. And then she's like, uh but then Javert is still coming after them and he's gotta get he's she says like oh, I wanna leave with him. He's like, No, you're not leaving, but I will go get him. Yes. And then he goes to get him right yeah. as it's about to blow more up. More feats of strength. <laughs> yeah, more feats of strength, more holy divine intervention. Yeah. And then well, he the, has the drop on Javert. Yes, because Javert has a brilliant plan to go undercover. Which works, it by the way. Work. It does work. He just gotta get killed for it. Yeah. It does it doesn't work out for him, but his plot his idea was sound. That was a sound yeah, idea. It I does. Mean, were you expecting to see the guy who got away from you ten years ago, like randomly? Like yeah. was that really Well then that kid well the kid does. The, oh yeah, uh, the kid little, uh, Garrosh. Garrosh. Yeah. He notices Garrosh. though. And he yeah. calls him out, he's like, that's Inspector that Jacques. Guy. But he, after, after everything's done, yeah. the, the, meanwhile, the fucking enemies at the gates was like, yes, they did, I did, and France will live, and whatever. And yeah. then they, he's like, oh, then he's like, oh, I know this guy, I'll kill him, because he's been hunting me forever, and then lets him go. That's and great. then Javert loses his mind, he can't, he can't, he can't bother, fathom that, and kills himself, and Javert, and then, um... <laughs> Valjean gets away. This is after everybody's yeah. been wiped out in the... In, including little garage. Yeah, gar- uh, oh, fucking garage. He gets little, shot several times. Little bastard. Little bit. Fucking eight-year-old kid. But he, uh... And according to the 1998 movie, this is where it ends. Yeah. That's it. He's like, right. hey, I'm done. <laughs> no, no. No, no. It follows... There's they, more to do. <laughs> there's far more to do. And then, uh... He basically gives them money, says, go on your way, get married, do whatever you gotta do, and they go off to, and he goes into hiding, not hiding, but kind of like seclusion. Yeah. And then he basically dies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um... Everyone dies in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. Fantine's ghost comes back, you know, yep. a little garage gets another song as a ghost, you know, yep. everybody gets... Everybody gets another uh, go at it. Um, Come with me, which chains will never find you. Um, I, I'm going to say outright, um, which is why I think they've been doing this over and over and over again as a musical. That shit works. Oh, it's so good. Like, even this this 2012 film has technical problems, um, which I think kind of, like, limit... Your ability to just enjoy the music for what it is. Yes. But I think it's the best medium to tell this story. Oh, I think it is too. I including the book. Yeah. I think it's yeah, better than no. the book. <laughs> I think it's the the 
the play itself is phenomenal. Well, the musical. I, I love I love the book in terms of like um, as a former Catholic schoolboy, like a lot of these thoughts about like um, religion, perdition, guilt, atonement, guilt. Yep. Um, like I think that there are some interesting theologian philosophical questions I think that arise in the book that I think can only really get played out in the book but like that a good story does not make it's just a nice well think of it this way like if you exactly the same way you're talking about just think of Javert and Valjean and they are both extremely moral men yes correct in different ways absolutely and one is doing everything right the way it should be done the other one's doing the right thing Kind of the wrong right. way. Right. But he's doing it the right way. He's still doing it. Right. You know, like, he's doing right. everything he... It's it's not so much even the ends justify the means. Because mm-hmm. he's not really... Like, if it came no. down to, like, killing someone to get Cosette, he, he would. would do it. He, he would. would. No, I don't think he would. Oh, you, I don't yeah. think he would kill someone. But he's like, that's, okay, I will right. try and get a... I will figure out a way to do it without that. But I will... I will yeah. be... Become a fugitive to make sure this girl is. That's that's fair. Like I guess um, Jean Valjean's greatest sort of moral achievement is when he's out of the trap. Like his willingness to go back into it for the right cause. Like you know, yes. like Cosette. Like like you're saying he's scot free. Like oh, some other guy is Valjean. That's the end of your problems if yes. you decide to just let it be. But he's he is like you said deeply moral. In that sense, in um, that he he literally thinks, oh, and he got, has the debate like I could get away, but I'm going to burn in hell right, for this. Right, like that's that I it's like I know my sins, and this is a burning yeah. offense. Yeah. This is not. So he's like, no, I don't care. And eventually, but he comes to the decision, no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. There's one. That's why I'm saying I don't think he would actually kill someone. I, but it's it's a moral. It, it's literally the only difference between them is pride. Yeah, and yeah. and he's but, he is very proud of the fact uh, of a uh, Javert is very proud of the fact that he's a consulate with like with the well, government. Well, I guess it's the circumstances of their uh, of their lives that like are feeding that pride because um, Valjean has had his pride stripped from him exactly. Like exactly years exactly. and years of like he's no longer he, and meanwhile that's really all Javert has right it's like he's like I'm the proud I'm proud I'm just like I'm under like I love God God right. is great and because God I'm doing what's set right. before me because ultimately like he I wouldn't say like imposter syndrome but he has this feeling of like he shouldn't be there because of his background because of his background uh, and meanwhile could, Valjean knows he shouldn't be there right because of his background correct. He knows for a fact. And but he that's why he keeps to himself. And like the thing with the priest, which you know, I didn't love that he hit the priest in the ninety eight film because I th- I thought it kinda undermined the character, but I think actually think about it some more, being a little bit more fair. I think it's a nice way to show the interplay that happens in the book that like Valjean is struggling with his humanity because there are moments where he's in this like low moment where he makes choices almost like Subconsciously, and he like reflects himself, like, "Oh my God, I'm an animal." Yeah, how like, could uh, I do that? There's Garoche, but then there's Little Gervais in the book, and like this little street urchin that he runs into, who drops like a silver coin, and his foot just like, without even thinking about it, his foot just steps on the coin. And the kid's like, "Give my coin back!" He's like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, kid." 
And then when he realizes what he's done, he's like, oh, shit, I got to really be a better uh, person. like, I got to. That was. Which, by the way. Which also is part of the reason he got in trouble again, because, like, he stole from little DeVace as well. That was yeah. one of his crimes. And let's be honest. We've done similar things in Boston. Oh, you yeah, and I, yeah. You and I, oh, I yeah. know for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what is that on the ground? That's a come up. Yeah, that's a come up. That's exactly <laughs> what that is. Yeah. When you're out, you see a $20 bill on the subway, and you're like, mm. although I, if a kid came by, and I, I've given money back to shitty comics that right. I dislike right. and because of that part of that book. That's fair. That's fair. So, it, it at least it made an impression on me. Yeah. I think, like, my kind of biggest beef with the 98 film, and now, versus when I first watched it, I actually think I'm giving it a more gracious sort of feeling now. Um... It has to go from scene to scene, and some of the choices they make, I don't love, because, like, I think it's a different story. Like, his interaction with Uma Thurman's fan team is almost like a, like, well, is like a romantic sort of thing. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't why. think he's, yeah, he, it's not. Like, in, in the book, or the right. play, or in the 2012, it's much more, like, fatherly. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying they're like explicitly like you know making out and shit, but like like he's kind of in love with Fantine in a way that like you're saying like if he does love Fantine uh, in the original play, it's like as a child of God sort of you know it's like uh, like I said that paternal and it it brings much more into like the hooker with a heart of gold yeah like, I'm gonna get you out of this yeah. type thing like oh we're gonna go together like yeah, yeah. And, and I like it, it's it's so much more. The, it's so much better if he's not trying to fuck her. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. so much... It's, like, there's... There's so much... There's... Uh, it's also it's a, a lot of trope... There's a trope in, um... That I I happen to love, especially, like, literature, that it's ruined. It's like when... Especially when you're dealing with a kid... Yeah. Who, like, collects... Who's usually fatherless. Who collects father figures throughout yeah. a, a book. Yeah. Because I think, like... That relationship between either a coach or just like a teacher or whatever, that they don't want anything from the kid. Right. Like, it's much, same thing in that. Like, it's yeah. much more genuine if he doesn't want to sleep with a, it's like, yeah. I don't want to sleep with the prostitute. Like, uh, this is, this is 19th century France. Yeah. I know where, I know what she's done. I'm not touching her. You know, it's and not, and not grossed out or judging her. It's right. just like, mm, no, thank you. It's a, uh, this is kind of a weird aside. I think I've told you this before. My, my father is absolutely in love with this uh, this movie or this story. But uh, the first thing that came to my mind was Antoine Fisher. Mm. Like the Denzel Washington character in that film is like, he's that father figure. Exactly. That he's helping this guy who had this horrific childhood. And like, yes. like There's no reward. No, the reward is the kid. Yes. Or exactly. Yeah. In this case, the reward is the is Fontaine. Yes. The, re the reward isn't, maybe I'll get to fuck Fontaine. Because right, right. that's what the reward that is. That is, you know, in this case. Like, mm -hmm, yeah. Don't, no. Like, oh, Which please, I get don't. It's Oh, that's correct. She, that's the one thing, that's what kind of takes you out of this movie. Yeah. It's like, oh, Uma Thurman, you are stunningly beautiful. Yeah. That, it's like having Charlize Theron there or something like that. You're like, yeah, what do you do? Like, obviously, this woman is not a prostitute. She right. is the king's sister or something. Right. She is not... No, it's she stands out like beautifully. Yeah. So like going kind of uh, is like, and she's like five eleven. <laughs> Come on. It's like this is such a. It's actually like a weird one for us because like I, like just our knowledge of the uh, 
the films, like, we're just kind of dialoguing, which is great, but, like, um, I guess for the audience, like, in 1998, um, Liam Neeson plays Jean Valjean. One day I stood in front of a window full of bread. There was just glass between me and not being hungry anymore. So I broke it and took what I wanted. And then they caught me and put me in chains for almost 20 years. And Pretty well, too. Uh, I will well. say he does. And so does Jeffrey Rush play Javert. Yes, and uh, Jeffrey Rush is uh, Javert. Jean Valjean is a thief. He attempted to escape four times. He must be exposed and punished. Inspector Javert is here to see you. I won't stop. I won't let you go. Versus Hugh Jackman's Jean Valjean. Set? Another day, another destiny. Mademoiselle. It's never ending road to Calvary. Who also knocks it out of the park. I, if I had to cast that in between now, 2012, 2002, mm -hmm. any one of them, it would still be Hugh Jackman. I, I think so. I think, uh, so. He, I think he is so capable of I think he did so well. He, he I, and he took he it so seriously. He could sing. Yeah. He everything about it. I, I think, think he embodied the character. It's like the physical work of like getting his body. He, I mean, he was, his body's already like that. But like, yeah, he's already ripped beyond belief from fucking Logan. Well, from uh, X Men in yeah. general. But and then you know, uh, Russell Crowe plays Javert mm -hmm. in 2012. We'll be ready for these schoolboys. Russell Crowe. I, I think if they gave him more help. Russell Crowe, the live singing hurt Russell yes. Crowe beyond belief. Yes. It, it is not... I, I don't... It's not the acting. It's not... No. He's actually very stoic, and he's a good Javert. They're, they're, yes. He's a good Javert, unfortunately, because they're required to sing. And uh, we kind of alluded to this earlier, but Tom Hooper had the brilliant... It, like, I get why he did it, because, like, to be fair... You got some Oscars out of it, so you know what I mean. Like, um, to be fair, the choice, which isn't really the best, to have the actors like all live singing because you, you've got to mic up everybody, then every little thing on set. Like they had to put the piano player in like a like soundproof booth on set, and even that, like you could still like technically kind of hear certain things. It's a mess. Some people are on what's called the click track, which is like you get this little thing in your ear and you go. Like a yeah, metronome. metronome right. Some people are hearing the live piano guide them. Uh, it's all over the place. It, it actually is a technical marvel, but it's like kind of like the dumbest thing in the world. It's, it's almost like me and you, if we're like, yo, Dan, like, we want to go play professional football. We're not going to do steroids. What we're going to do is we're going like, to, I don't know, grow ayahuasca. Like, we, like, some roundabout stupid way to try to get... A goal. When it's like, yo, just do the steroids. Yeah, we just do the steroids. Yeah, <laughs> just do the steroids, bro. Like, it, yeah. I, I wish I had a better metaphor, but that's it, true. It's yeah. It, it is very close to perfect. It's kind of like, um, I. It's like, um, yeah. It, I'm trying to think of like the a good. It's. Have you ever seen someone with like a crazy setup to get, like they like oh they they have like you know set up for like their TV like and then the the the, the sound bars here and then there's sound bars over there and it's yeah. strung up all over and then blah blah blah, blah. Just, just buy the wireless speakers yeah like, don't, don't just spend the 60 bucks yeah cuz like or I, whatever it's like you're going through all this just fucking sing it yeah cuz like it's like that but like and it's not really anyone's fault but like they kind of fucked it up like the one speaker doesn't sound mm -hmm. as good and like it's 
it's still, I'm pretty impressed. Like, it kind of sucks. Like, this sound yeah. over here versus this sound. And then, not only that, but it's like speakers from, it's, well, it's 2023 when we're yeah. recording this, yeah. so, but let's say the speakers are from like 2006. Yeah. It's like, just get new speakers. Like, yeah. the technology is so much better now. Right. And it's like, the idea is there, but it's not, it's almost like watching, you know what it's like? It's like watching, um, like people doing, like, the first hit and run plays in baseball. That it's like, you're not there yet. Like, you don't yeah. know how to do this yet. Yeah. You know, or like, the uh, the timing's just off a little. Right. You know, and it's right. like, uh, and then, like, oh, I didn't run fast enough, and then he's out. Yeah. And then. It, yeah, it's like, um, it's like having to, I guess in another way of looking at it, it's like, having to pay all these people to do all these different things, when like, a recorder would have yeah, worked. Yeah, would have worked. Just fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like, a uh, quarter of the budget, the sound actually would have came out slightly better. Like, again, it's a technical marvel. I do think that some of the choices the actors made as well, I was doing some research, like, Jackman wasn't really um, hydrating, really, because he was trying to yeah. get that lean cut, which isn't good for singing. Uh, that's what singers say, like, uh, the vocal cords. Yeah. You don't want a dry yes, cord, dry. bro. Um, and Hathaway, like, like some of the takes, because she's, like, again, live acting, she may have been singing some of these songs, like, standing, but then in the scene, she's, like, sitting. And, like, that changes the way your diet frame. Oh, so, absolutely. Like, so, like, little stuff like that, which, you know, for your average Joe like me or you, well, actually, not so much you. You're actually more in tune with some of the, uh, the musical aspects. Oh. Um, the choices sure. are not the choices like a... Sure I am. Sure. More, sure I am. More than me. I don't know if that's more than, true. More than most, I, I don't think. know if that's true at all. Well, well, some of the choices they make, like, the technical, like, singing Broadway people are like, why the fuck would you do this? I agree. And then for us as the audience, like, um, like you get kind of these uneven performances. And like you said, I feel bad for Russell Crowe because I do think his acting was fine, but the singing, the singing is not there. Was rough. Yeah. Was and rough. also it is. <laughs> then maybe since we already we we know how Javert died, did it seem excessive the way he died? Yeah. It, just, like, it seemed like don't get me wrong. That's what happens, like, yeah. when you jump off that bridge. Yeah. But do I need to see that? Like, ah, oh, <coughs> like, breaking it. Like, no, no, he's dead. Yeah. Like, no, no, I believed you. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to see. It was very gratuitous. You could do like, it kind of like the Star Wars. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Like, in the play, actually, the way they, they do that, do it in the play is actually yeah. excellent. They they have, like, a, they have, like, the gate on, uh -huh. on the stage, and, like, he walks over the gate, and then, you know, he's singing the song and climbs over, and yeah. then... He steps off, and then they raise the gate, and then they change the light above, so it makes it look like it's water below. Yeah. And then he's, and then it looks like he's falling while he's singing. And then, that's really yeah, cool. And he's like basically laying on the ground. That's amazing. And it, it looks, it looks really good. Like the 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 way the the uh, stage is set on the play, yeah. it's all minimalist stuff. Mm -hmm. And it, there's in the middle of the stage is a giant wheel. Okay. Like the whole thing is basically a wheel, so it kind of turns around. So if they're walking, they walk on the wheel, and then they're like. They're walking oh, through like, the sets, and then the yeah, and then when they do the the barricades, it's it's yeah, fucking it's awesome. For the battle? Yeah, for the yeah. battle, like they it like comes folding out, and it like basically like connects, and there's like all this like rubble, okay. and then and then uh, they turn it around, and then you see like you see like soldiers getting killed on the other yeah. side, and they turn it around, and then yeah. poor Garrosh, and hmm. then uh, but it's it's really man. Last time I saw a set piece like that, I was watching the Barbie movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's also minimalist. Yeah. Like it's like 
they kind of like bring the chairs on. It's very well done yeah. the way they do it, and and then the there's a few trap doors in it too that are that's, pretty cool. That's pretty. Yeah. So it is really cool. Um, but they, yeah, I just thought it was yeah. a little excessive to see yeah, Russell the way he smash his like, skull it, it, against the fucking, uh, against the like, oh god. They even get the bounce, I'm like, Jesus. And then even, the, and then I kind of thought it was the, uh, a little silly, but on the other hand, I also thought, think like the Jeffrey Rush's death, it's like, that wasn't enough. Yeah. Like, you kind of just hurled yourself yeah. on, it's like he dove into a pool. Yeah. Like, oh, now I'm gonna drown. And locked himself with the, the shackles. And like shout himself in, and I'm like, mm, I feel like uh, instinctively you're just getting out. Some people can get out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think like '98, because like you said, uh, they're all great. Act- like Liam Neeson's a great actor. <laughs> Jeffrey Russell's a great actor. Yeah. Like I think because the story is so expansive and they have to do it so quickly that it almost kind of flattens the characters a little bit. Because like Liam Neeson's Val John is very kind of like. What's the word? Like, Brusky's just kind of like, you know? Yeah. And we don't get as much, in my opinion, I don't get, I don't think we get as much of, like, that that push-pull of his, like, humanity throughout the film. Yeah, he kind of thinks, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's not, there's not really up in the air. Right. He's not. And, like, Jeffrey Rush, in his, uh, in his way, he, like, um, how do you put it, like, his character kind of gets flattened out to like he's just like I am only obsessed with getting you. It, it, it like it's fine, but it almost like there are parts where it almost feels cartoonish, like the chase when he's like, "Yo, bro, oh, yeah. I'm out. I'm gonna get this girl." He's like in a poor security. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get this motherfucker. It's like, like, all right, go faster. Yeah, but like with all that being said, though, I fucking love Jeffrey Rush. Oh, I think he's great. Also, I've never wanted to try snuff more in my life. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sitting there watching him, like. Yeah. Maybe I'll try that. And I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, I said to my, I said to my father, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. She's like, "Well, they used to inhale nicotine back yeah. in the day." I was like, "What?" The last person, I was like, is he doing cocaine? I guess the only person I know, you know, so the last person I know that do snuff was my grandmother. Uh, she was a big snuff yeah, user nice. back in the day. She'd send my dad, like, you know, like you do with small children back in the day, like, go down to the store, here's some money. I don't even know where you get snuff. Well, could you still? I've never seen it in the store. Maybe you can. Maybe I have. I think maybe in some places, but like she used to get this brand called Ralph's, um, and yeah, that was like that was her shit. Ralph's Scotch Snuff. So between yeah, come in a little <laughs> jar. Between uh, Jeffrey Rush, and my grandma, yeah, Snuff. Let's yeah. do it, bro. Let's go. <laughs> they, um, I thought it was. But I, yeah, he, they're both kind of rigid. Yeah. Like, whereas like super um, rigid. But like Hugh Jackman, and so it's much more human. Yeah. It's much more human. Yeah. And I don't. There's. I, I don't know how to say it. It's like the dip, the difference between like. Like the, the '98 version, like all the pieces are there. Right. But it's just, it's kind of like made by people that just, aren't talented. Like I, yeah. I don't know how to say. It. Like there's no, it. The script the, is kind of mediocre. The whole thing. I think like everyone's trying their best. Yeah. And but it it's like I don't know. I, I think like it, it's almost uh best thing you say about it, it's almost like lost in translation. Like the weight of the story. It's not there. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. There's no weight to it at all. Like, yeah. 
you like if you didn't know what it was about, do you know what it's about? Right. You right. know, there's no none of that moral ambiguity in there no, at no. all. It's like, oh, you go there, 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 and right. then they cut out all of that for a two-hour runtime. Right. It's like, and also, um, and I don't care what um, I'm going to say this. Mm -hmm. um, what uh, um, medium you watch it in yeah. or read it in, Cosette and Marius stink. Yeah. I don't care. And they're yeah. the only two people that survived this fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, not Tenadir. Tenadir uh, survives. Yeah, Him and his wife. Which, yeah, Tenadir. He's the comic relief in... Uh, who? By the way, Sasha Baron Cohen knocks it out of the park. He was great. And, uh, great. Helena and Helen Bonacard. She they, always does. They're, they're so fucking funny in this movie. Yes. Um, when I saw this on... It, on Broadway, you know who was who played him? Yeah. The fucking henchman from Die Hard Three. No way. Yeah, the guy who was like the big, the big yeah. dude, yeah. and he crushed it. Wow. I see. I saw him like a few times do it, and That's he awesome. he was phenomenal. Dude, like, I I love that. Um, because in their own way, like they're morally uh, reprehensible. Yeah, they're not, they're not nothing. There is no moral. But but like, they survive. Yeah, they're equipped for this time. In a way that, like, um, Val John Valjean kind of isn't. I guess he is because he's like strong, and he, but he also thrives. Yeah. When when, when uh, he gets out from the the he shadow of guilt, yeah, he's fine. Yeah, that's he's, true. He thrives. At that's like true. he's he's moral and blah blah blah. But at the same time, you can never escape your past. Whereas they pretend they don't have one at all. Yeah, and you know they uh, they do quite well. Like. What, what's interesting, like, from the book in, um, is Tanadir's wife is, like, kind of obsessed with him because he's so good at swimming. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, that was... She's like, she's like, it's like watching an artist. Yes, yeah, so like, that was, that was well, fucking beautiful. Well, you used the, the wash bin, so we gotta charge you another five. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever, francs or whatever. Yes. Because <laughs> it is what it is, bro. That's what it is, and... Charge him for the lights. Extra for the lights. Um, that's and that song is that. It's up there with one of the best it's, songs. It's uh, really in, the play, in the movie, play, whatever. But um, but you are right. So like, um, was it? So it's Claire Danes, right? It's Cosette in the Sticks. Yeah, in the original. And uh, uh, and then Amanda Seyfried Sticks. Yeah. It's, it's not them. No, it's, it's, the, it's character. the character Sticks. And the whole time, every and, and any iteration I've seen of it, it's like. Marius, just go with Eponine. Yeah. Like, she's... And then, by the way, no matter what I saw it in, she was always hotter. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. So I was like, I don't know. She, she the, was... The, and then could always sing far better. I was going to say, the Eponine in uh, 2012 may be the best singer yes. in the movie. And that she's... It worked for Hugh Jackman, what they did in this movie. Mm -hmm. It worked for Hugh Jackman, it worked for, for her. Yeah. Pretty much everyone else. Yeah. And yeah. You can make a case it doesn't. Eddie, Eddie Redmayne... Mm. Okay, yeah, like you said, the character okay. stinks, but like... The character stinks. He, he was, he was alright. I, I thought he was perfectly fine. But, uh, but I think it's so interesting, the... I actually, you know who my favorite character is yeah. in this, though? Chavert. He's my favorite, which I... I get that. I, he, I think he's like, it's like, yo, the guy had a goal. Right. Like, he had a goal, and he didn't let anything corrupt it. He was yeah. like, no, this, no. this is Fuck. what I'm doing. Fuck that. This is what I'm about. And no, I, I think that's... There, there is no... I mean, there's a story, but like the story is not as good without Javert. You need it's not. I think, it, but I also think it's like, dude, he, like if you were Javert, you would totally be trying to nail this yes. dude. Like it's not yes. like I'm gonna get him a pass, right? 
And then even at the end when he's like, you're gonna kill me, okay. And he's like, what the fuck, you're not gonna kill me? Yeah. I would kill me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would, I would kill me in a second. I would've done it immediately. Cause you know I'm gonna keep coming. In in certain ways, like, he's right. Cause like when, um, when the townsfolk, no matter how much uh, manufacturing industry uh, Jean Valjean brought into the town, or Mr. Uh, M or whatever his name was uh, there when he was living in the town. Um, fuck it, sorry. Um, no matter what happens, uh, the minute they find out he used to be a criminal, all the time they're like, oh, piece of shit. Like, they all just, like, immediately turn on him. Mm-hmm. The town goes to shit. And they're like, they, they make no connections to why the town is, like, Nothing. gone bankrupt. They're just like, yeah, that guy sucks. That guy sucks. We Fuck knew, that guy. Yeah, like, in... I mean, Monsieur Le Man. Yeah. yeah. Which is, Le by the way, the way it all goes down. Yeah. So that's whenever you're down and out, people are like, this fucking piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, that's when you know who your real friends are. And Valjean has none. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Except for this little girl now. Who Except for this actually isn't really because he's so precious about her that like he's not allowing which makes sense because of his background and the minute he gets caught up in the law, he's done. Yes. Like he's not really allowing her to like fly free, you know. No. This little butterfly is she's in a cage. No. Know? Yeah. yeah, she does really squashing any ambition she ever has yeah. to make sure that. Because uh, if she does, it will directly conflict with uh, him going to jail. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, and listen, I want to take care of this girl, but I can take care of him behind these walls just fine. Right, right. And, you know, the fact that, like, he's never going to, uh, until he absolutely has to towards him, but, like, he's never going to tell her why. He's doing it. Like, no. he can't actually trust him with this information. No, you can't. Because like it's Cosette. Cosette Yeah, so, you're, you're, you know, you're, Although, there is such a baller move, and they do it in all of them. Yeah. It's the baller move when he goes into Tenadier's house and he's like, Yeah. Give me the fucking girl. <laughs> like, and he just, yeah. that's just like, and yeah. I love it that they're like, they kind of allude to, see, you can have sex with this girl? And it's like, don't ask me any questions about yeah. what this And granted, he's, but he's such a piece of garbage that right. he's like, all right, yeah. well, it's not my kid. And then, like... And then at the end, like, he's trying to charge her more, and he's like, well, I actually have their signed will that's that willed her daughter to make that I'm now her guardian, so give me the money. That was the best like, part, when, like, he's, like, Tandir comes out, Revelation's like, oh, shit, I really could have got more out Yeah, I could have got, like, oh, and then... And he's just like, well, Monsieur, you need the papers. Like, yeah. Hmm, funny you... Funny, uh, funny you yeah. that. Because I have them. I didn't have to pay you anything. Yeah. And then, uh, if, oh, that's... If, if there was one complaint, and it's not even a real complaint, like, I would have about Lady Miz, is how interconnected everything is, that, like, every choice at some point down the line comes back to, like, either benefit or, like, hurt, hurt the film. So, like, getting... How life is? Yeah, I know. It's great. It's great. I think that's kind of true. It's, it's fun. Like, I've never really met anyone that ever got away with anything. Yeah. That eventually it comes back to haunt them. And Even if you think you did, you did it. You did not. But they have what I also think like right after, because we were just discussing the ninety-eight version when uh when uh Javert kills himself. Yeah. Don't you think like it's so abrupt yeah. that, that it ends? Like it's just like Liam Neeson walking away and he's like, Wow <laughs> <laughs> The end. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I got away with that one. Yeah. And he's like looking up smiling, like, I did it. 
End of movie. They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, uh, like this guy just killed himself in front of you. Yeah, but like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Well, I'm done now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's coming up Millhouse. Yeah, that's I it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like, 98, um, to your point earlier, like, that feeling that something was, like, missing. It's just, yeah, the script. It's just something. It's just off enough. Just enough. It's, it reminds me of that, that Mark Twain quote of like, the difference between the right word and almost the right word is the difference between lightning and a lightning bug. Yeah. Like, and that's what that movie is like. The difference between that being a great movie, both of them, really. Yes. It's yeah. just like that little bit. It, yeah. It, and and like, yeah, the late, late Miz 2012, it really does come to the choice of doing the live singing, which the benefit of it is completely outweighed. It's a great time. idea. It's like communism. On paper, it sounds good. Yeah. But, like, in practice... It's not... It doesn't work. Yeah. It's... I think you could probably do it now, but... I think you can do it now, but, like, still. Like, why... Why bother? Why bother? You know, that's kind of the, the issue. Like, so why... You have, you have the advantage of being able to record stuff after and putting it in. Yes, yeah. do that. Yeah, and, like... It's a musical. It We're already suspending our disbelief. It works, you know? Like, no one's walking down the street singing like an asshole. Like, totally. one day more! Like, okay. Especially, like, when you consider, and this is absurd that I'm saying this, but, you know, it actually works here. Like, for all the, the actors you've employed, the set design, all this, like, this work, to have, like, Zac Efron in High School Music, who couldn't sing, and just have someone else sing for him. Mm -hmm. It's like, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about, um... Russell Crowe's singing, we'd just Absolutely be like, yo, how like, fucking yo, great that movie Russell was Crow awesome. In that movie, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah, he's not a trained... Or if you... Or if he, I know, but he does He does have a band. Yeah, that's So true. maybe if you just... That, he yeah, sang yeah. and then auto-tuned it or whatever. Yeah. I think who, they, would, who would get played? Like, well, I mix it? Another thing that I heard, um... Although I'm not mixing this up with the cast movie, because both of them were fucking disaster. But like, uh... Um... I think he, he has multiple voice coaches that he went through at some point throughout this process, and like, that's no good. Russell Crowe? Yeah, I think so. I, I might be mixing that up with some other Tom Hooper uh, singing choice, but like, basically, same thing as like, why bother? Because like, you're starting from scratch with each one, because like, every voice coach is going to have a different approach to singing. And none of them work. That's, yeah, no. no. Uh, but like, I don't know, like, yeah, because that scene where they're like literally, um, you're saying, like you said, have that duel, they're fighting. Like, it's a great song and sequence that gets. Confrontation? Yes. Yeah. It's. It's. Yeah. yeah. And I, I kind of, I love, but even that scene, like, that's what I love about John Mayer. He knows he's not going to win. Right. And he's like, all right, let's fucking yeah. go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you're coming with me, and I'm telling you, I'm not going to just let you go. Right. Right. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, I guess we could probably wrap it yeah, up, right? Yeah. I mean, did, so do you think that it should be remade? Um, so, in, in a sense, like, both of these movies are in some capacity, like, a remake, court, sort of, yeah. you know? Um, 98, I think, choosing to do it as a drama at that time doesn't work. I think there may be a way to do it as a drama. But I also I'll I'm tell kind you of what, interested in. Isn't it? Isn't there like a, a, a like a BBC 
mini series or something that like that. Sense. I think yeah. I think there is. That's how I didn't see. I didn't watch it. That's how this could work though. Like that uh, could like because that's the only way it could work. Really. Like a four to eight episode. Yeah, arc. I would say like six episodes on. Yeah. Like on something, if you add it on the, it's this is definitely like a Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Exactly. But would you do it as a musical, or would you do it as a drama? I think that because of what you need to like portray in the thought process of the characters, I think you actually the musical is the best medium. I think the musical is yeah, but I think if you're gonna do that, then you you need like a two. Basically, just do the fucking play. And then just yeah. split it right down the middle, like at uh, one day more. That's like the yeah. beginning. That's the end of the first act, and then really go on the next one. And yeah. then it's or, or you just do, do it like that, and then you just have two episodes. Or even like the book, because the book is what like um, it's at least four. I think it's more, but like the first part is like um, whatever. It's not actually Bowser, but like there, there's the first book, then it was Cosette. Uh, or Fontaine. Then there's Cosette. Then there's uh, Javert. So like, you you still have all the characters interacting, but like, a focus in like each like I guess part on one particular yes. character. So like the beginning, of course, is Valjean's kind of like origin. Then I think the next episode will be like everything that happens with Fantine. Then the Cosette okay. arc, and then you would call it the Javert arc, which I would just roll in like, Marys and shit because I, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um, I I think that's the way you would do it. Regardless of whether it's a drama or a musical, I think that's the way you would do it serialized. That's pretty good. Like, just follow characters instead yeah. of, like, kind of do it like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, Pulp Fiction, exactly. Like a Pulp Fiction, almost like a Games of Throny type thing. The Game of Thrones books. Like yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's how I would approach it. I think it's really the only way you could. That's probably good. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think you could remake both of these, but I, I kind of, I, I would, I don't know if I agree with either of these being made. I don't yeah. know. Maybe that 2012. 2012, I think. But it seems they has both, a better argument. But they both seem like too much of a cash grab with not enough uh, yeah. like art behind it. Yeah, like if that makes sense. Like yeah, I think that most of our feelings about the source material, or like, or I guess most of our feelings are about the source material, whether it's the book, different plays that you've yeah. seen, and like this is like okay, I see this approximation of that thing that's awesome. Like, neither of these films are very awesome. good. Yeah, although, like, fucking God bless Hugh Jackman. He's oh, really dude. giving it his all. I, and pretty much God, God bless everyone in, in the, Jackman the, the uh, 98 the version. Uh, but see, like, that's the thing, though. The cast in both films. I'm not mad at the cast. No, absolutely not. No. It's... it's Like, I I mean, I will, no matter what, Marius and mm-hmm. Cosette yeah, eat shit. Yeah, both cool. of them. Like, as characters, I don't care. Right. But, um... Uh, like, everyone else is so much more interesting. Yeah, agree. Every single person. Including in the Tenetiers. <laughs> yeah, it's including them uh, in both movies. The or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. I don't... Uh, it's Freedom Prize, yeah. bro. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so we did it. Yeah. Uh, that was Les Miserables. That was Les Mis. Um, um, yeah, ultimately, I guess our our point is neither of these movies really hit the mark. And, uh, and it's still... And morality... Morality brings is comes in different flavors. That's true. That's true. But uh, you know, I mean, I guess the upside of these things existing is, you know, maybe they'll lead you to better iterations. Yes. Of this, whether it's a novel or. I think it's going like, to be something else eventually that's going to be blow your mind. Yeah, I, I think. Um, and we'll be right here to talk about. 
Yeah, I think I wouldn't be mad if they tried this again. Um, I just think they'd have to do it better. Yes, and I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the answer is, but I. Yeah. I but then again, it's not up to me to do it. Yeah. Or maybe it is. Maybe yeah. you and I will have to do you know it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. 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 That makes sense. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> be uh, ready for these schoolboys. Yeah. All right. I think they did one with the Jonas Brothers. Well, one of the Jonas Brothers. Like he was playing um, Marius, I think. Yeah, so I think Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, right. what are we doing next? What are we doing next? We're gonna keep on going with the morality. Okay. The blending of morality. We're gonna do Shaft. Oh shit. Shaft. Shaft. Shaft uh, 1976. 76. Yes. Six. And then, uh, we're doing the 2001. 2001. And then the Shaft. I I think we we kind of briefly. So actually. First Shaft, 1971. 71. Uh, 2000, so we're off by a couple of years on each of these. 2000 was the... Because uh, I think it was called, that was like the name of it, Shaft 2000. Yes. That was when everything was 2000. Godzilla yeah. 2000, Shaft 2000, yes. Gateway 2000. <laughs> but yeah, Shaft 1971, you could go Shaft, the 2000 film with uh, Samuel L. And also 2019, they kind of rebooted the yes. remake. Um, i say we could just rope it all together. I, I'm going to rope it all together. Uh... And I think ultimately, I guess for the audience, if you are on a time crunch, I would say watch 71 and 2000, and if you get a chance, watch 2019, but like, we'll talk about all things. I don't think it, I think you'll get the point. You know what I mean? You'll get the point. Yeah. In 1971. You'll get the fucking point. Yes. All right, we're going Blaxploitation. Blaxploitation. Quite possibly the best Blaxploitation movie ever made. With the exception of, I think we know what it is. Wait a minute. You're not talking to... I'm a Superfly guy, so maybe we're talking no, about something. I wasn't different. talking about that. Yeah, what do you got? Bruce Leroy. Oh, The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. That's yeah. that one. Just that on an absurd level. Especially, like... Superfly is great. Yeah, so. especially to do Black... Like, after Black Exploitation was done, to then just be like, hey, wait a minute, we got no, one more. We got, no, one, we more. got <laughs> one more. That's what I mean. It's just... It's so unnecessary. You are the Last Dragon. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Alright, gang. That was all right. That was Uh If you guys want to fo- follow us, uh, you can follow us at Retroverse Remake on Instagram, and then yeah, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, wherever podcasts are sold, I'm Dan Farley. You can find me at Dan Farley 18 on Instagram and Jersey Dan 18 on uh, uh, Twitter. X. X go and give it to you. X go and give it to you. I'm uh, Reggie Parker. I'm at RP Comedy on uh, IG X. Threads now, I think. Uh, all the socials. And uh, yeah, we're on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play. All that Click, shit. like, subscribe. subscribe. Thank you very much. And if you have any uh, thoughts on Shaft, on Shaft or uh, Les Miserables, let us know. Thank you so much. God hey. bless. Bing, bing. Bing, bing. Les Mis. Hey. One day more. Master of the house.